Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> Afghan troops have 300,000 well-equipped, as well-equipped as any army in the world, and an air force against something like 75,000 Taliban. It is not inevitable. Mr. President, thank you very much. Your own intelligence community has assessed that the Afghan government will likely collapse. That is not true. Is it, can you please clarify what they have told you about whether that will happen or not? That is not true. They, so, did, not, they, didn't, they did not reach that conclusion. So what is the level of confidence that they have that it will not collapse? The Afghan government, the leadership has to come together. They clearly have the capacity to sustain the government in place. Do you see any parallels between this withdrawal and what happened in Vietnam with some people feeling... None whatsoever. Zero. What you had is you had entire brigades breaking through the gates of our embassy. Six, if I'm not mistaken. The Taliban is not the, South, the North Vietnamese army. They're not, they're not remotely comparable in terms of capability. There's going to be no circumstance where you see people being lifted off the roof of a embassy in the, of the United States from Afghanistan. It is not at all comfortable. So the question now is, where do they go from here? That the jury is still out. But the likelihood there's going to be the Taliban overrunning everything and owning the whole country is highly unlikely. Well, that didn't age well. Highly unlikely, but yet it happened. Well, now the Taliban has control of the entire country. Joe Biden was on a nice uh, vacation in Camp David, hasn't really said a word about anything over the course of about six days, decides Monday to come out and make a press conference finally after he was under serious pressure from everybody to say something, considering that currently our American embassy, there is a Taliban flag flying over it instead of the American flag. People are fleeing the country for their lives. It's so bad that you have people holding on to landing gear on airplanes that are leaving and falling thousands of feet from the sky to their death. You don't think it's a bad situation? Joe Biden is the most incompetent president in U.S. history. I don't think there's somebody more incompetent than him. In Afghanistan, we've been there for 20 years. My God, 9-11, 20 years ago, the U.S. has spent directly on Afghanistan, not what we spend on our own budget to have our people over there, but spent money for the Afghani, uh, at the time, army, because it looks like they disbanded now, so their military, and to help them. $83 billion in equipment and training. $10 billion in aircrafts and vehicles. We have been supplying these people for 20 years for Joe Biden to make a quick and reckless decision 
to just pull out and look how quickly that country fell. It fell within, I don't know, seven days. I mean, their, their president, like a coward, you know, booked it out of there. He just, he just left. He didn't want to get killed. The Taliban is threatening the lives of everybody over there. They're giving you three options right now. Your options are comply with Sharia law, flee for your life, or be beheaded. Comply with Sharia law, flee for your life, or be beheaded. Why do you think people are holding on to landing gear? This is just an unmitigated disaster, what Joe Biden just did. I don't think any stupid decision he has made up to this point can rival this one. Naturally, after serious pressure, on Sunday he said, uh, he'll be with the American people in a few days. They'll come out with a statement. And it's like a few days. These people don't have a few minutes, few hours, few days. You need to get on the ball now. You need to come out and say something now. Trump, we used to work till 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. You'd hear from him at all times. While Sleepy Creepy's up there, you know, throwing a party at Camp David because he was actually able to put his pants on by himself. These people are all dying. Ain't got time to wait for this guy. You're supposedly the free leader of the free world, supposedly. You should be coming out making a statement immediately. It shouldn't have took six, six days. It should have been said on the first day. But here we are six days later, and he finally makes a statement. And what does he do? He blames Trump. Oh, shocker. Yeah, of course. Oh, it's Trump's fault. Oh, Trump put the plan in place. Yeah, except Trump had something called a ground game. You see, Trump knew based upon conditions on the ground is how quickly he would remove the troops. He may have set a date originally, but it wasn't a hard date. It depended on how everything went. You pull back a little, make sure they're armed correctly to defend themselves, and then you go somewhere else and you pull back a little more and you keep setting up the pieces of the the puzzle so that way Afghanistan troops are successful. Joe Biden just says, come on, everybody get on the plane. Let's go. We're going home. No problem. (laughs) Yeah, it was a problem. You just let a terrorist nation take over Afghanistan, so now they're running the country. You have now unleashed that on the world. If you don't think that those people are going to be plotting on America, they're already chanting death to America. If you don't think they're going to be plotting on America, now they have control of an entire country, plus they get backed by Pakistan It's a guarantee. They're going to attack somebody, even if it's not just us. It may not be us at first, but they're going to be on the attack because they are terrorists. That's what they do. Look at what Joe Biden has done. Joe Biden's got the border wide open. What's to say some of these terrorists aren't here already? I got the figures right here. How many people year to date have crossed the border illegally in 2021? We are seven months in. 1.3 million and change have come across that southern border. And I know they have not vetted all of them. Compared to 2020, when only 458,000 for the entire year came across the southern border. The difference is there's five months left in this year. Currently, it's 873000 and change over what it was for the entire year of 2020. My God, it's going to be over $2 million. <laughs> it's, You're probably going to be around $2.2, 2, $2.3 that come across illegally. And it's not all from South and Central America. They're coming from all over the world. So 
You think it would be impossible to imagine that the Taliban would send some people to come across the southern border knowing they're going to get across without any problems? All they got to do is say, hey, we're seeking asylum and we're going to let them in? Oh, you know what would make that worse? It'd be worse if they knew how to like fly our planes or if they had any of our weapons. Oh, yeah, that's right. When we abandoned our facility in Afghanistan, we left over 300,000 weapons there. Oh, <laughs> it's like we funded them. Our tax money, we just funded the very people that are going to try to kill us. Wonderful. Oh, and you know what else about planes? Yeah, there was an F-15 flight simulator there that teaches you how to fly it. So that's good. If they come across and play nice and act all good and they get into the military and say they want to be a, a jet fighter, they'll go out of there and they'll fly the plane. And then what do they got? Oh, they got a fully equipped plane. They got missiles. They got guns. They don't need to crash into a building this time. This time they can pick and choose what they want to blow up. They can shoot and cause all kinds of terror. Great. Wonderful. Joe Biden. You know, people are saying Joe Biden is like Jimmy Carter. I got to tell you, I don't agree with that statement at all. See, to me, Joe Biden is worse than Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter was one of those guys that thought he was a real smart guy. Thought he was smarter than everybody else. To put that into perspective, he thought that he was so smart, he would get involved in all you know the, the literature of whatever they brought him. Whatever bill it was, he would immerse himself in every little detail and read every little part of it and really focus in on the text. Instead of really paying attention to a broader spectrum of things and hire a team of people to look into the text and inform him. He obviously believed that he was so smart that for the first two years of his presidency, he didn't even have a chief of staff, which was a huge mistake, which is why he was such a failure as a president. You know, he sucked. Let's be honest. Jimmy Carter sucked. He sucked in energy. He sucked in the environment. He sucked in the economy. He sucked in foreign relationships. But he did care for America. That's, to me, one of the biggest differences between him and Joe Biden. That's why I think Joe Biden's worse, because Jimmy Carter actually did care about the people in the United States. He just was ineffectual as a president. He was no good. He felt like he was on an island by himself, like this was a special, a special honor bestowed upon him, and he's so much better, he's so much smarter, that he'll be on that island by himself. doesn't realize being the president, it's a team game. You got to have a good team around you, a good team of people to help you out. So Joe Biden, the biggest difference between the two of them is, well, Joe Biden's just equally as much of a train wreck, except for Joe Biden is a socialist. Joe Biden hates the United States. Joe Biden has been a mess on foreign policy his entire time in Congress. 50 years, half a century. There's people listening to the sound of my voice that weren't even a thought yet. You weren't even, maybe your parents haven't even met yet. You weren't even dreamed about yet. That's how long this guy's been in Congress. And that's how long he's been terrible on foreign policy. In the end of all this, this Afghan debacle, you know who really is going to suffer? You know who it's really sad for? It's sad for our troops. It's sad because over the course of 20 years, we lost more than 3,500 soldiers over there, men and women. What did they do it for? They got their, they, they took that country back. I mean, it seems like the Afghan didn't even try. The Afghan soldiers didn't even try. The president, you know, tucked his tail between his legs and hightailed it out of there. But all of our men and women 
boys and girls in red, white, and blue that died over there. Family members that lost their kids. Wives that lost husbands. Husbands that lost wives. Children that lost parents. Their lives meant nothing. What Joe just did, their lives, they fell for nothing. So that's who I feel bad for. I feel bad for all of the soldiers that died for this, for all of their family members that they don't get to to see them again. They felt like their kid went out there and did something, you know, fantastic for the United States, and they did. They did. Moms and dads, children, they all, every one of them that went over there is a hero. Everyone that died is a hero. It's just Joe Biden is disrespecting their memory by what he just did. Where's the mainstream media? Sure, they're taking some cheap shots at Joe. Sure they are. They have to because you can only cover up so much until it's just so unbelievable that you're not saying anything about it. You lose all credibility. Their credibility is hanging by a thread as it is. It's just all so dumb. You you just watch this. What a dumb, ignorant decision. To do what he did. Put no thought into it. Didn't, didn't even try to implement Trump's system. He, all they're going to do is do a little play on words. Well, Trump's the one that wanted to pull out. So we pulled out just like Trump, he said. No, he didn't say it like that. Okay? His plan was strategic. Making calculated moves to pull out slowly. So that way the Afghan people could retain power of their country. He didn't say, just tell everybody, come on home, jump on the tarmac and let's roll. God, this guy's a disaster. Joe Biden's approval rating is just tanking. It's tanking. Of course it is. How could it not be? Look at the way he has handled COVID. You know, they they all try to say Trump mishandled COVID. Well, he supposedly has 10 times the amount of information that Trump had. And they keep changing their story. There's a never-ending moving goalpost. They keep screwing up the economy and really kind of threatening and wanting to lock people down. They don't want you to live your lives. They're giving you misinformation. One week it's this way. The next week it's that way. People are tired of it. Inflation. We're at 5.4% this month. Last year in July, we were at 1%. That's a 4.4% increase In one year, not inflation, hyperinflation, it ain't slowing down. It's been steadily going up. People are seeing it. The economy, the economy's in the trash. Our economy's no good. It sucks. Okay? And it's all because of Sleepy Creepy. They don't want to relinquish their power on the COVID. So, of course, his his, uh, rating's down. Rossiman came out with a report, 46% of people approve of Joe Biden and what he's doing, and 53% disapprove. More than half of America disapprove with what he has done, what his administration has done. Nobody agrees with this. For example, instead of paying attention to the Taliban and to Afghanistan, what are our generals worried about? I'm going to play a little clip to show you what was on their mind, what they're more concerned with than actually buttoning up and taking care of that country that we've spent billions upon billions of dollars in. Here it is. Do you think it's important, actually, uh, for those of us in uniform 
to be open-minded and be widely read. And the United States Military Academy is a university. Uh, and it is important that we train and we understand. Uh, and I, I want to understand white rage. And I'm white. And I want to understand it. So what is it that caused thousands of people to assault this building and try to overturn the Constitution of the United States of America? What caused that? I want to find that out. I want to maintain an open mind here, and I do want to analyze it. It's important that we understand that because our soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines, and guardians, they come from the American people. So it is important that the leaders now and in the future do understand it. I've read Mao Zedong. I've read, I've read Karl Marx. I've read Lenin. That doesn't make me a communist. So what is wrong with understanding, having some situational understanding about the country for which we are here to defend? And I personally find it offensive that we are accusing the United States military, our general officers, our commissioned, non-commissioned officers of being, quote, woke or something else because we're studying some theories that are out there. That was started at Harvard Law School years ago, and it proposed that there were laws in the United States, antebellum laws prior to the Civil War, that led to uh, a power differential with African Americans that were three-quarters of a human being when this country was formed. And then we had a civil war and emancipation proclamation to change it. And we brought it up to the Civil Rights Act in 1964. It took another 100 years to change that. So look it, I do want to know. And I respect your service and you and I are both Green Berets. But I want to know. And it matters to our military and the discipline and cohesion of this military. That's what our military leaders are worried about? White rage? Critical race theory? That's what we're teaching military officers. That's what's important. <laughs> oh, man. He'd be called, well, yeah, you are woke. I, I, I'd call you woke, too. I'm with him on that one. That doesn't make any sense. Your priorities are teaching people about something that's not even there. It's a ghost. CRT is a lie. This whole notion that all white people and there's all this racism and hate in the United States is a lie. But this is what Joe's administration is doing. This is what it's all about. The point here is that they're worried about teaching CRT. That's their priority. But not securing Afghanistan to make sure that the withdrawal goes smoothly. That there's no hiccups. That we don't have a problem just like this. Joe Biden is a disaster. His border is a disaster. His policies are a disaster. His economics are disastrous. Everything about the man is disastrous, but what is being put in the spotlight right now is how disastrous his foreign policies are. The man has no idea, and the fact that he could get up there with a straight face and say he doesn't regret the withdrawal, and it is what it is, and, you know, we we, uh, we were never meant to create a government. Uh, we, uh, we were just there to make sure that there's no uh, uh, terrorist attacks on the United States. Well, what the hell do you think there's going to be now? You just gave him a whole country. Their supposed 300,000 troops took off. So now what? There's nobody to slow them down. There's nobody to stop them. You didn't do it for that. See, the thing is, people are getting confused. You think that he pulled him out because Trump put that in place? No, he pulled him out because that is one of the allies of communist China, of Russia. It goes way deeper than just, oh, we're just going to pull him out because we don't need to be in an endless war. I agree we don't need to be in an endless war. I think anybody does. 
I do agree that America, a lot of times, we stick our nose in other people's businesses that we shouldn't be sticking our nose in, but they do it anyways. But it's about China, it's about Russia, it's about Pakistan, it's about Iran, and it's all of them together. That's how deep this is going to go. Joe is bought off by China. The Taliban seizing control of Afghanistan helps China. It's as simple as that. It's really going to come down. It's all going to come to the light. It has to. We can't keep continuing to live this lie in the United States. The Democrats need to wake up. Anybody who's a moderate Democrat, you need to wake up. Welcome to the real world. Sorry, it's not what you think it is. It's not all raindrops and lollipops. They're destroying America to line their pockets. They want the power and they want the money. There is nothing more to it than that. I know that it gets real complicated of how they get there and how to achieve that, but ultimately their goal is very simple. Money and power. That's what they're coming after. Pay attention. I can't wait to see over the next couple days till Friday what else happens. They have suspended at this point all airplanes leaving Cabal because the tarmac is filled with people fleeing for their lives. They can't even get out, so now they can't run, run the risk of killing people with the planes because if you didn't see the video, it, I mean, it's graphic, but it's not super graphic because it's such a far-off video. It's, it's a lot of distance between that. But just seeing a person falling off of the bottom of a plane, it's like 9-11, when you would watch these people jump off the building because in their mind, maybe they thought to themselves for that split second, maybe I'll break every bone in my body. Maybe I'll be in a wheelchair for the rest of my life, but I don't have to suffer this fate. Maybe that's what they thought. But then, what do you think that guy or gal was thinking, holding on to that? Maybe it, they'll just close the landing gear and I'll get inside somehow. My God. You, know, you have to be in a very desperate place to attempt something like that. So I can't even begin to imagine how scared those people are. The Taliban has surrounded the airport. Obviously, they're allowing the Americans to leave because if not, then we're going to start a war. But the thing is, there's only about 6,000 soldiers over there right now. At least that's the last report I heard. You don't even have enough there. They could wipe out all of our soldiers. This is a bad situation. And the fact that Sleepy Creepy gets up there with no remorse and says he's not sorry for what he did, it is what it is, and then wants to turn around and blame it on Trump, <laughs> there has to come a point where people wake up and say, this guy, he just ain't no good. Oh, 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 we made a mistake. We shouldn't have voted for him. It's a little bit too late for that now. But at least if they start waking up, maybe they'll pay attention to what's actually going on in life. And next go round, we won't have these problems. Oof, it's just so dumb. All of it. I hope you like what you're hearing. If you do, please rate and review me. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can check me out on Rumble as well. Little Joe's Conservative Corner on Rumble. I do weekly videos there, little short videos meant to poke fun at things. You can follow me on Twitter. That's where I'm active currently. I wish some of the other sites were a little better functioning or somebody came up with one a little better at the moment. Unfortunately, you got to play in the devil's den sometimes. So I am on Twitter at LJ. C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N if you'd like to follow me. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can go to my website, littlejocc.com. Go to the contact section and you can send me a message, positive or negative, through there. Otherwise, we'll see what happens for the rest of the week. I hope you enjoy your Tuesday. I will see you again on Friday.